Good evening. And I hope that you have had a wonderful day. I hope that you have been able to enjoy the sunshine and the beautiful, beautiful weather um, that we are having today. And that it has given you just a, a boost of energy and just a little bit of joy like the sun shine can. Tonight I want to talk to you uh, as we continue on Philippians 2. And we reviewed last night a little bit. And then we looked about how that we are to work on ourselves as the Lord works through us. Because in verse 13 it said, For it is God who works in you both to will and to do good for his pleasure. So he says, God is working whatever is going on in your life for good. To grow you in your faith. To grow you as a person. To grow you into a mature follower of Jesus. And as we come to verse 14, I have quoted this verse thousands and thousands and thousands of times. And uh, most of you will be sick of hearing it. But it says in verse 14, Do all things without complaining and disputing. And the word for complaining is um, grumbling, muttering. And you say, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Do all things without complaining and disputing. Why is that right here? Well, because in verse 13, Paul had just got done telling you that everything going on in your life, God has a purpose in it. And so there's no accidents in life. There's no um, chances. There's no luck. Whatever you are going through, God is working it out. Now you say, Jake, what if I'm here because... I sin. Well, those consequences that you're going through, God is using those. That's not what he wanted for you, but now that you're in the mess, God can use that mess for his glory. You say, well, Jay, what if I'm being affected negatively by someone else's sin? Well, even their sin, God can use to impact you. You say, well, that's not fair. Well, that's just how sin works. Sin corrupts, sin destroys, sin affects. And so you say, but Jake, I just want to vent. I just want to gripe. I just want to, I want someone to know how, 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 how I'm frustrated I am. Well, this word for disputing is really more intellectual, as John MacArthur says, and it means to question or criticize God. So it's really this, why was God letting this happen? And I can't believe God would do this. And How does a loving God allow things like this to happen? You've probably heard people say that. Well, that's what it's talking about here. We should be trusting God in the good times and in the bad. You see, complaining and griping and moaning is not, it's not right because it is this understanding that God has made a mistake. And God doesn't make mistakes. Look what it says in verse 15, that you may become blameless and harmless, children of thy God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation, among whom you shine as lights in the world. Now I want you to think about this. If I am a follower of Jesus Christ, and I am going through a great difficulty, and all I can do is complain and gripe and 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 be disgruntled. The people that are watching me as a lost person says, 
well, how good could God really be if this is how they view what he is doing? It's an honest statement. That's why it applies to church. If you complain about your church, if you complain about your uh, Sunday school class, if you complain about your pastor, if you complain about the, the music, and then you go to invite someone to come to church with you, why would they? They've held, heard how you really feel. It's kind of like when you complain about your wife or you complain about your husband and gripe and moan all the time at work. And then you tell your coworkers one day, hey, my wife and I are, she's really wonderful. I love her so much. I'm so thankful for her. They're like, well, wait a second. Well, that can't be true because all you do is talk bad about them. And so what it's saying here is that when I can tell people I don't understand what I'm going through or why I'm going through it, but I trust that God has a purpose. I trust that God has a plan. I trust that God knows what's best for my life. What it is saying there is that this God must be worth following. This God must be worth trusting. Because from a circumstance situation, it doesn't look like it. But yet they have the faith in God to believe him. And it says that is how your testimony will be established. I believe the reason most people don't want church and don't want to come to Jesus is because all we do is gripe about everything. We gripe about what's going on in our life. We gripe about what's going on in church. And lost people look at us and say, I don't think I need that added in my life. I got enough trials and tribulations on my own. Because it says in verse 16, holding fast the word of life so that I may rejoice in the day of Christ that I have not run in vain or labored in vain. And so Paul says, do this so that you will be productive. That way I know that my time that I've invested in you, my time that I've prayed for you, is not wasted. What good does it do to spend hours praying for a lost person in your life? To then go and talk to that lost person about how awful your life is and how you don't understand the things of God and what he's trying to do. And then turn around and tell them, I'd love for you to get saved and find this Jesus that I love and to trust him with your life. Well, they're going to say, well, I don't want to trust him. He Look what's going on in your life. But the gospel and the, the Bible talks about the fact that Jesus is with us even in the storm. That he's faithful to us even in the difficulty. That he's faithful even in the trial. And so we have trials and tribulations just like the world. We have trials and tribulations that we don't understand, but we have something they don't, and that's hope. Instead of complaining about my problem, I ought to be proclaiming how good God's been in the problem. Instead of talking about how mistreated I've been or how wronged I've been, I need to be talking about how wronged Jesus has been by me, but yet he still loves and cares for me. You see, it's all about how we present the faith that we have and how it impacts the people around us. Verse 17 says, yes, and if I am being poured out as a drink offering on the sacrifice and service of your faith, I am glad and rejoice with you all. For the same reason, you also be glad and rejoice with me. Paul says, it is best for me to be serving and to be used by God and to be 
used up to help you in your faith. Because that's what Jesus did. He died in our place. He died for us. He came and took on the flesh. He didn't consider it robbery, what verses 1 through 11 said, because he knew it would save us. It knew, he knew it would give us hope. He knew it would give us healing. He knew it would open up this relationship with him that changes everything. And Paul says, I'm willing to go through anything and deal with anything as long as it makes a difference in your life. As long as it changes who you are. And friends, that's where we're at. We have a lost and dying world that's watching us. Lost and dying world that's seeing us. What they need to see is that we are people of hope. That we are people of faith. That yes, we've got problems. Yes, we've got difficulties. Yes, we've got struggles. But we go through them totally different. Because the God who walks with us. The God who is with us. The God who is within us. Gives us hope and a future. That they don't have. And so tonight, we don't complain because we trust what God is doing, even when it doesn't make sense. And so instead of complaining, give him praise. Instead of dragging down your situation, declare victory through Jesus. Instead of wallowing in your self-pity, worship who he is. And when that begins to happen, people say, I don't know how they have the hope and the attitude that they have. And you can say, it's because I serve a God who changes everything. And so as always, thank you for watching tonight. I'm praying for you and your situations. And if I can do anything for you at all, please, excuse me, don't hesitate to let me know. God bless.